0: Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. The most controversial soccer World Cup ever starts this weekend in Qatar, a tiny country which has never even qualified before this. The stadiums have been built on the backs of thousands of poorly paid labourers, mostly from South Asia, and an estimated 6,000 of them may have died making those stadiums. My next guest, Michael Hirschman, has been involved in four or five World Cups, along with Olympics and Super Bowls. He's a former advisor to FIFA and was on FIFA's Independent Governance Committee. He's also co-founder of Transparency International and a member of the team that wrote the first comprehensive reform plan for FIFA in 2014, and he's the former CEO and current advisory board member of the International Centre for Sports Security in Qatar. Michael Hirschman joins us live from New York. I should say good morning or good night, Michael. It is good morning here. In fact, it's, I think, past my bedtime. Yeah, it might be a bit past my I appreciate you staying up to talk to us. Uh, tell us about the type of advice that you gave FIFA in relation to Qatar.
1: Well, we um, made dozens of recommendations to reform FIFA. You have to remember this goes back to the height of the scandal. And FIFA did not have an appropriate uh, set of best practices for governance or compliance. Uh, they operated more as a um, uh, really as a corner candy store, if you will. Without many internal rules and and, and regulations, so um, the most impactful uh, uh, recommendations we made, of course, had to do with how the site uh, for the host countries for the World Cup uh, decisions are made, uh, which was a very sensitive topic at that time. You had to remember that 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 FIFA started out almost a hundred years ago as a group of volunteers. Uh, just trying to determine uh, rules and regulations on the pitch. Mm -hmm. As it grew in strength, in power, in finances, uh, a lot of people decided, people of influence on their board, which was called the Executive Committee, Mm -hmm. people of power, their president, uh, Seth Pata, decided that they were entitled to something beyond their voluntary service. Uh, and that of course led to, uh, the corruption, uh, within the organization, not, not only within uh, FIFA itself,
0: within the federations and confederations, and so the World Cup was given to Russia um, controversially. They got they hosted in 2018, and that came four years after they invaded a sovereign country, Ukraine in in Crimea, and then, of course, it's given to Qatar, a country with no real history of soccer. So, to the outside world, it looks as if it's purely corrupt. You were involved in the comprehensive reform plan in 2014. What did you recommend? Well, we
1: had no specific recommendations about which country would host the World Cup. That was beyond our mandate. But, let, you know, I believe a little bit in fate. Can you imagine? Uh, and and I should say, and I think you know this well, this was the first time in the history of World Cup uh, uh, host country choices where two countries at the same time were awarded World Cups. Could you imagine If Russia had gotten 22,
0: Mm. and Qatar, 2018... It it, it wouldn't have happened, to put it this way, because they've been booted off every other international body. (laughs) It simply wouldn't have happened. But
1: but not at that time, um, of of course, when when the selection was made. Uh, So so look, there is no perfect place in the world to host a World Cup. Every country has its own problems. And Qatar certainly is one of those countries that had problems. I, I, don't, I really don't think that we should be concerned with the fact that Qatar had never really um, qualified for, uh, to play in a World Cup before or never hosted as large an event as this before, because it's good to give countries uh, a chance, uh, some place to, uh, to showcase their development, their modernization. Uh, And also it helps in terms of the country becoming more progressive in some of the areas which you you highlighted. There have been massive changes in Qatar about uh, rules and regulations governing the treatment of foreign workers. Foreign workers flocked not only to Qatar for construction of World Cup facilities, they flock to all the Middle East countries, uh, whether it be uh, Saudi Arabia or the Emirates. Or, and indeed, or,
0: uh, and, and or the ILO has has examined all that, but uh, still thousands of people reportedly mostly South Asian men, have died. They have to hand up their passports. They can't leave if they want to. So things may have changed. But I wonder what will change in long term for the people of Qatar after hosting this sporting jamboree. Jambor- That's an
1: excellent question. But I must say, before we go on, that your figures are incorrect. It's been proven, and in, including by with, with the oversight of the International Labour Organization, that those figures that you're citing are grossly, grossly inflated.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, let's talk facts. Uh, with regard to the construction of World Cup sites, there have been fewer far fewer than 500 deaths rather than 5,000,
0: even though there shouldn't even be five deaths, so let's be honest.
1: But do you think that you, you, you think that working on construction sites that large and that scope anywhere in the world, there, there would be, you, there would be some deaths and injuries. I, it's I, inevitable. I, no, but, I, but look, I get, I get look, that, but look, I'm
0: conscious we've only got 45 question, seconds left of what the, what will change long term for Qatar. Your question
1: is, your question is, is it sustainable? Yeah. The changes, the treatment of, of migrant workers, uh, the acceptance of women in the workforce, the improvement in human rights. Only time will tell that. But Qatar K- has said, and I believe them, that they are committed to making these
0: changes sustainable. Well, I hope for all our sakes that that is because everyone benefits if these changes are sustainable. Um, The World Cup starts on Sunday and Michael Hirschman was the former FIFA advisor and co-founder of Transparency International and he stayed up very late in New York City to join us. Thank you very much, Michael. Uh, That's it for now. Um, You can always email us, business at newstalk.com. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.